0: I think that's good enough. For
1: oh, yeah, that's work. totally fine. About six seconds yeah. is all I really need.
0: All right. That's it's all it uh, takes for a 75-year-old Antifa supporter to fall down. <laughs> Sorry, an Antifa leader.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, this As I said, it's going to get real Woo! grown up. I, I'm fighting. I'm fighting real hard to try to keep this, keep this tame this Well, evening. let's
1: clap so I can edit that out because I'm keeping that shit in. <laughs>
2: okay uh, oh, oh, oh no wait did he cut out clap. wait no, no I'm he's gonna... here <laughs> he just says that he has that dumb smile all the time <laughs>
1: Jesus. What's clap okay fine 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 all right let's just, just snap and do it see what they don't tell you in school michael is that every day
0: is a joke when you wake up with this tiny tiny penis I feel like we're just going to get right <laughs> the with Every day is uh... a... <laughs>
1: yes! <laughs> ah. You know what? I might just buy you an Ethernet cable to just like wire it up to this room or something. <laughs> okay. I mean, I might be able to. But if, what, if I don't. I feel
0: aside from last week and this week, it's, it hasn't been this prevalent of a problem. It hasn't. Like, uh, that's, that's I feel why like I don't Once understand. I get the cruising altitude, once I get the cruising altitude, it's fine. And then like it's it's
2: dipped midway, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. You, you just gotta <laughs> you warm up shame, your motor. Like, <laughs> oh no! I
1: should have. I should have snipped that for the viewers is because you just had the dumbest smile on your face for when, That's when just you were like my face. <laughs> You're like, I'm ready to go, and all I just see is your smile. <laughs> I can't.
2: I, I literally can't. Oh. I'm crying. We're oh, already man. a minute into this episode and I'm in tears. Oh. So oh. it's like you watch Interstellar <laughs> or This Mortal Coils, it'll end in tears album. I'm it's, coming it's a little bit it's like I looked at our band's group chat. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, I'm just crying. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm coming, Elizabeth. Uh, I have to tell John that story because I don't think he's heard that. Uh, before you came back in, I was telling Michael that I caused serious physical harm... We were talking about a a personal situation with his girlfriend, so I was saying essentially that she was holding on like someone who has passed the orgasm in a blowjob but continues to suck anyway to their peril, (laughs) (laughs) and I told Michael at one point a girl attempted that with me and she received an MMA knee to the head (laughs) because I couldn't control myself and it hurt really bad, and so after about the third straight, you know, I kneed her in the head and knocked her off of the bed. Let's just... No. One, that's brilliant. The fun part of it was also that she hadn't completed the swallow, so there was a snail trail from me to the place where her mouth had been to where she had fallen off, so it was just this lengthy, windy trail of, you know, my spent <laughs> seed to the floor. <laughs> you know what I see in
0: in my head is, uh, like, the comic book, like, uh, like a, a clip. Like, you know the the traditional, like, the punch to the face, and then you see the blood spurt out the (laughs) side of (laughs) the (laughs) mouth. Accurate.
2: (laughs) It's the strangest Hansel and Gretel retold that I've ever encountered. (laughs) Uh, Well, with that said, uh, uh, hello and welcome by the glitch-bound eternal, Behold. Behold! 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 (laughs) It's the Glitch Informed Podcast. I'm Shane. I am (laughs) John. And I'm Michael. (laughs) She said, I'm Shane, I'm on a delay, and I'm Michael. And I'm John. I
0: just just got really nervous. You guys are putting me so on edge. There was a good two-second delay between our beholts. Oh, that was because I was nervous and I, I lost place that wasn't because of the audio (laughs) i like syncing
1: up the beholds it makes sense i
0: uh, i I think even when my my zoom glitches i the most part the audio still stays pretty oh yeah the audio is fine
1: it's just it's just funny for us (sighs) in the moment i just
0: i just don't know what's gonna happen this episode and it's filling me with existential dread (laughs) am i gonna be present am i gonna Am I gonna?
2: Am I gonna live through this? I hope not. <laughs> well, you better be filled with existential dread because I have a moment, and thankfully I've come down a bit subsequent to it. But um, I'm a little upset with you, John.
1: What did I do before you do that? Can I do a quick little update?
2: Yes, you sure. can do a little update, Michael. So, please, before if you the recall,
1: rage. probably like ten episode, no, probably more than that episodes ago when uh, you had seen the dark temptation uh deodorant i would like to announce that i have switched my deodorant yes i use semen as deodorant thank you john i don't know how you knew i i'm, I'm going more of an organic <laughs> sort of vibe um well speaking of our natural musk using? i'm using old spice volcano with Apt. charcoal and i have to say i wish we were sponsored I usually am drenched with sweat in my armpits all day. It was only when I shut myself in this room with the light on and started recording that I actually started sweating today. Okay, yeah. And uh, it I'm an great. old
2: spice user from way back, and and can can approve. Uh, yeah, can verify. So I can have recently left. I will
0: not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I was the same, and then I became an actual hippie. And I started using native. And Native has been great, mm. the fuck is that It's like one of the the hippie deodorants, like is no it made with parabens hemp? or uh,
2: uh no, not yet, then
1: it's not hippie I don't
2: know. <laughs> Shane, why have I fallen from your grace? well, also, uh, volcano is what kneehead used to call me after that incident, so <laughs> <laughs> all right now and i, I called call her the angry now. pirate indeed <laughs> r. <Arr. laughs> So, I finished reading Stephen King's The Outsider in a 13-hour period. Okay. Which is, you know, I, I was completely enveloped in that book. I could not shake yeah, myself that's free fever. of it. Yeah. And I was so elated, and I was on this beautiful emotional high. And then, to prove the point that you had from last week's episode of as similar as we are, somehow we can find ways to be dissimilar. I gave another shot at Blake Crouch's recursion. Oh no! I'm so not ready for that book. Okay, and I know Michael, you've read it as well. Yes, that was part of your whole book club. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm gonna give you the exact moment where I walked off the precipice, and then uh, hopefully that will explain so that it doesn't sound like we are just different people now, henceforth okay. and forevermore. Um, the, there are two sequences, one of which I have pulled up because the internet is a beautiful place and it is able to give me the moment where the character, and uh, I'm going to say, I have this in my, my immortal notes as well, but if I never hear the word Helena again for the rest of my (laughs) fucking life, I will die a happy man. Nice. But when you have a 39 year old woman named Helena, who one is playing hide and seek on a fucking craft with a bunch of other adults and then decides on a whim to fuck sergey from moscow <laughs> in a closet i was like i can't so, i can't fucking deal with this book i, I forgot, just right, I, I forgot about I just, that. i had to blot i just that out. got through i just got through that part and i saw you were not, reading it yeah
0: not until well, I'm, I'm listening to it because I, I put it on hold like i just i i heard the audiobook was good and to side with you a little bit, the audiobook is kind of garbage. The uh, as far because they have a female and a, and a male voice actor, and the okay. both both of them are very just just monotone, which kills any audiobook for me. Uh, mm. But I think now that you bring it up, I feel like that section they're trying to make her into like a Doctor Manhattan esque character, where like she's doing this like little droney like kind of like in the sequence in Watchmen when he's like talking about time and how time works for him. I feel like that's what they're trying to do with her, but they're just not doing it well at all. And it really kind of illustrates that when it's done well, narratively, it does wonders. And when it's done poorly, it divides your audience split in two
2: as is evident. And I unfortunately walked right out of the euphoria of my favorite author. Currently my contemporary favorite author, pardon me. Sorry. I saw that come. I've been swallowing. Um, but who you know a gentleman who describes the apotheosis of all deserts and this you know all of these accumulations and then we go from, and that's when she decided to fuck Sergey. But he wasn't her rig crush. That was Rajesh, and he's gonna start a book club with her. I was like, how vapid is this? Just it doesn't strike me at all the, as profound. The,
0: the main complaint that I have with that book, and this is a thirty-five percent through the the listen, okay. like the the reread slash listen is the author doesn't paint a picture on the characters at all he tries to like he one dimensionally tries to show you who they are but he doesn't paint what they are if Mm. that makes sense yeah so the entire time like i don't know i don't know what it's like when you guys read but i based on certain descriptors like i can have like a basic portrait like an actual portrait of a character in my head and Stephen King, in particular, to you know, go back to your your favorite. I think it's our favorite. Um, mm-hmm. He's very, very good at at painting a picture to the point where there is a meme inside of his community where it's the uh, what is it? All of his male characters wearing the blue shirt, the uh, is it chambray shirt? Okay. Yeah, there, there's yeah. there's a meme in the community on how many of his lead men are introduced as wearing that shirt. Yes. Oh. Because it's so pre- it's prevalent. But again, his use of descriptors makes you keep that in your head. Yeah. yeah. I, I, we,
1: we've talked about that. <clears throat> wow. Like two we, episodes ago. Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm... Um,
0: come or something. I don't know. Well, it's because Shane's throwing it. Um, Shane's volcano over here.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Blake
0: Blake Crouch, I think, has a lot of good ideas. And the, the book is fun. And that, that was the point for me. Like... I can okay. toss those minor details aside because later on, and especially like probably five pages after that, there's some some good shit that happens and it just keeps escalating and building and it just gets wacky and weird. And when I had Michael okay. read it, and I don't know if you remember it, Mike, um, I was like, hey, like, just probably buckle not. up because like the last quarter of the book is really hokey, oh, but yeah. it's fun. It's It's nonsensical, but it's so fun.
1: The initial foray into this whole reveal of what's going on kind of took me aback, but once they like removed it, and once they stopped trying to be as super techno-babble as possible, and they were just like, this is what happens, this is what we're doing, Blah blah, 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 I was totally okay with it. I it, it
2: hit that point where to like how John probably felt about Knives Out, where there are things I was willing to concede for that story of like, okay, here's a woman who is nauseous at the thought of telling a lie and it makes her throw up. That normally would throw me out of a uh, you know a storytelling oh, as I a device. About that. and that would be tough to get through. And so I'm sitting here, and now I'm this is someone who's my contemporary because they're saying this is a 39 year old woman. So I'm like, all right, I'm in your mental state. And then it's going, the taste of it is what all the wine she's ever had has been aspiring to be. The scales of what is good, great, and transcendent, recalibrating in her head. It is otherworldly, warm, rich, opulent, stunningly fresh. Stewed red fruits, flowers, chocolate, and been meaning to ask you something. Slade says interrupting her reverie now i'm reading so this you,
0: sorry but you just did a better job at doing the audiobook than the audiobook
2: oh Ouch. my god i as i'm reading that i was in my head of going like this is this does not appeal to me at all i don't give two shits what this wine tastes like i've never tasted wine i don't care to taste wine i just want to get this story going and unfortunately all they've been doing with the story heretofore has been dogpiling police detective procedural cliches chapter one policeman finds woman about to throw herself off the top of a building never seen that before it's kind of like in my head the
0: beginning of that book starts like a batman movie almost like it's like a dark painted metropolitan area and a detective like going up to a woman who's like on the edge of a building about to jump and looking back very almost like batman meets sin city-esque where it's all black and white painted frank frank miller-esque is it miller or Mueller? Hmm. miller Miller. yeah miller like very frank miller-esque
2: and that's to your point of like it's very generic at the start. I in so, my head I was like, I'd rather watch Lethal Weapon or Inception if I want to watch this shit happen. So you've already burned my copy of that book and, and thrown it in the trash or you booked it. it, it or... Okay. I I got sixty pages in because Melissa has been touting that as a good cutoff as like if you're not invested by then, at least give it sixty pages as a cutoff. But, I mean, I also, I should say, like, the inciting device for The Outsider, which I believe you got a little bit into, is they find a young boy who, and this uh, major... One, it's not a spoiler, but this is a trigger warning. It is it, it's oh, exceedingly it's graphic. graphic.
0: I, yeah, I listened to, I think I listened to the first, like, four or five chapters. Yeah, there is
2: a boy who is physically... There's a physical toll taken on him that results in his death, which no human being should ever have to endure. And so to go from that, which I had never encountered, and something which was both shocking and intriguing at the same time, and granted, that's terrible. It it shouldn't speak to that as going—but at least I'd never heard that before— and the way that they build into leavening it into the story and the interest that it accumulates is entirely different from how they started the story out for recursion. And I just I think I w- unfortunately read one of my favorite books ever right in advance of it and then walked just blindly into the windshield. Oh wow! So, that was so that the book.
0: outsider hits that hits that mark for yeah, you. Yeah, huh?
2: without question. I I don't think I mean to have got through that Fuck. as quickly as I did uh, that
0: staggering. Okay, so this is a charged question, and this is in our edition of on today's episode of the Stephen King Disinformed Podcast. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, does it beat
2: out Doctor Sleep? I don't think that it is. It, I know it's hard to compare because they're. Yeah, I was oddly enough I was going to talk about Doctor Sleep at one point as well, uh, but when we dive in, but it, it's on the level. They're they're in neck and neck competition. I feel Fuck. I still Doctor Sleep has more of a better, sort of like the denouement of Dr. Sleep touched me a little bit more. It was a little more emotionally stirring, and I was invested in the characters a bit more. Uh I think uh, The Outsider, to me, was just such a well-written book, and I was so engaged by what was happening in the plot line. And Plus, I knew what happened, unfortunately, because if it bleeds, tends to spill everything that happens in The Outsider, essentially, by the time you get through it. I've remained unspoiled, so I'm... Yeah, it's worth it. I liked it. But again, that's me. And I think what I'm attempting to point out through the whole of this is taste is painfully, painfully subjective. You cannot (laughs) shake the fact that something that touches somebody is going to just completely deter someone else from reading it. And a lot of people hated The Outsider. Uh, one of my colleagues told me the ending was the dumbest thing he had ever heard, and that's why I put off reading it for so long, is he just was completely disenchanted with it. He's like, ah, eh, it's stupid. King doesn't know how to end a book. Went, oh, okay, well, I'll well, stay away from I, that. He has, I mean, he he not has, wrong.
1: Like, it's official that he has said that in the past, that he's relied on even uh, Joe Hill to help him mm-hmm. in a couple of things. and I mean, he even says that in It Chapter 2.
2: Yep. So, that was it. That was a, I won't rake you over the coals any further than that, but I I went following the film recommendations and then this one. I think, yeah, you and I don't always bat in the same order.
0: You know, that's fine, and I think the main reason that I'm even more, uh, you know, at peace with that is because we've had so many solid recommendations to each other that you're bound to have the failures, and at this point, the only way that we can continue to fine-tune our recommendations to each other is when we miss so, yes, I'm Fair. good with it. Yeah, and also I'm fine with it yeah. because you gave Michael a Sigourney Segway, and I'm going to softball this over to him that Michael had us watch a video uh prior to his recording. Shane, did you watch the video? <laughs> you didn't watch the video.
1: Oh, no. Oh,
0: uh, he well, would have hated I mean... it, Michael.
1: Oh, I know he would have, but it, he would have it was he would very... have, he
0: would it was 10 minutes long. He would have watched 3 minutes and been out because I almost stopped watching and then I finished it. Sure. Have, and
1: so a little bit of have either of you heard of the I think they are like a, a company of sorts uh called Rocket Jump?
2: No. Okay. The um, name sounds slightly familiar, but I can They make say a I lot of
1: YouTube it. uh like esque um like videos. What's um, a YouTube. Uh, they also have their own series on Hulu, I believe okay um they're they're pretty much like a small company kind of like uh like rooster teeth or or other other sort of like small um super indie yes, yes, that that like kind of catapulted off of the YouTube fame where they made like a couple of really good um like viral videos like glitched Mario, I think no, no, that was someone else, um but anyway, they're losing uh, the plot like <laughs> they made one that was essentially like how I felt essentially. How I essentially felt, essentially, it's how I felt my immortal was written in some sort of, like, regard. Okay, yeah. It was, like, two people kind of fighting over, what should I do? I want Sherlock Holmes to sleep with Dracula on a Star Wars Battle Cruiser while they're having a lightsaber fight. Well, they're actually going to fight. Well, they're going to fuck. Well, they're going to fight and fuck. Okay, well, that's kind of essentially the ten minutes. Is
0: now how I'll say that you will hate it, Shane, but it is kind of worth a once over. There's a, it's only worth a once over because we've been doing the dramatic reading. That's uh so when 110% you hundred and
1: ten percent why I recommended it.
0: When you watch it, and again, please do, just can. so that you can you can be in on it. Can do. It's stupid, it's a waste of ten minutes of your life, but so is talking to some of our bandmates in a closed room.
2: Well, here is a... Ouch! Du- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you have that one, because that was very good. Uh, I'm going to do that as a dual-headed Sigourney segue. One, oh, I'm going to watch it before we do Disinformed After Dark this week. So that cool. will be something that I will always get a taste of it. A sous-son, if you will. And that points out that... Hey, if you're enjoying what you're hearing here, we are now doing a weekly segment on YouTube solely. Uh, they are going to be hosting for us there. And it's Disinformed After Dark where you get a little video podcast from us on a weekly basis that is just a a sort of bite-sized episode that you get after we record our episodes here and we're waiting for files to compress. So every Friday, tune into YouTube. I think I'm doing it around 10 a.m. for the release time and you'll get new audio content from us that is exclusive to YouTube every week. And this week, as yeah. a teaser, it will happen probably because the way that we've got the timeline established, the After Dark will be out before this episode is out. So, ha ha yep. ha, you'll get to understand how this germinated when you watch the After Dark. But I will watch that and we can chat about it for a little bit before we get cool. done there. But also, Steven Super fan Steven, Steven sent Steven. me another fanfic, and it is Harry Potter written to uh by a this is now this also it's open is, to is this a
1: very religious woman, Hogwarts yes. School of Prayer and Miracles.
2: Yes, it is.
1: I have uh, I haven't read it myself, but I've listened to another YouTuber do a kind of dramatic reading of it. I was thinking about literally uh, two days ago Pun I intended. watched the person's part two of it. And I wanted to add it to our queue because I know that at least Shane, you wanted to do the the hack or the computer programmer dude. after that, if we want to go back into twenty three slash b or something like that oh twenty seven
2: b slash six, yes,
1: that guy. yes, we can read a couple of those. After we're done with that, then I feel like we can go into the Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. If
2: it's the same woman that Steven sent me the video of, I don't think we could do any worse. Because she has got the personality of a melting snow cone.
1: Uh, Hey, we'll talk about it later. Furthermore, Uh, also her
2: podcast was brought to us by Audible. (laughs) And I was like, if you're getting an Audible sponsorship... I should be walking on the moon
1: right now. Okay, then it wasn't I got a YouTuber, not a not a podcast. Well it was something. all
2: it was a YouTuber who apparently is sponsored by Audible. That's a thing. It can happen. Probably and, Aeon and... Flux. Is it that? <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was the one I watched. All right. All right. John.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. I was saying before we get in, because we actually have a topic today. Yes, we do. What? Um, no, but kidding. again, we we've kind of, as we are, have been wont to do, we're restructuring so that they're bite-sized topics, no matter what. So, yes, um, just a little preface before we get to the reading at the end of the episode. Mm. Um, I realized this week that the author of My Immortal is more progressive than J.K. because J.K. is apparently a garbage dumpster fire of a woman i have not heard this i, have I mean read about you, this, you know
1: hermione me. could be red as black right <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything no she said that <laughs> oh she well, said that like okay. uh not too long after the dumbledore oh, got thing it, got it got it got and it and isn't that how they cast for the cursed
2: child stage play as well as they had a, a black actress playing hermione so Oh, i didn't I, know that
1: yes i wasn't did. aware
0: mm-hmm. of jk's twitter presence or like i i didn't follow everything but apparently <sighs> outside of her retconning on um, like and adding and subtracting things from her own created universe
1: um she is mildly transphobic she is a she is a turf even if she says she's not a turf stands for trans exclusionary radical fem- feminist i just Take said it, it. away <laughs> Trans-exclusionary so, uh, radical feminists. The so, idea is you
2: have to be born a woman, otherwise you're not a woman, and you're just sort of claiming to be one.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, the whole idea is that it's, it's a subset of people that believe, like, you, you might have been born a male, so you don't really understand how it feels to be a woman in a patriarchal society, even though you have either transitioned or are currently transitioning or any sort of on that spectrum. All right. Um, you yeah. don't so, count as having so, suffered. And,
0: And when this is published, it'll have been a week and some change since, but JK published tweets, and I'm going to summarize, I'm not going to fucking go look back to to what she said, (laughs) but essentially she just said some really harmful things about uh, trans women Uh, to the tune. And you know, it is one, it's bad just to be transphobic. and It's just bad in general, but you can tell how bad it is when the actors from the movie come back (laughs) in and they're like, Hey, by the way, it's okay to be who you are it's completely fine like when they show more heart and compassion like because they lived in the role than the person who wrote the role originally i don't know yeah again it just makes me think of how comical my immortal is and just like how much ridiculous shit's going on there And i was like i don't think um you know she would ever go back on that like if she could go edit or like if she had a presence still online i think she'd be really proud of her for work did I did I disappear? Oh, you got a little glitchy. Yeah, I, I, I assume you're she,
1: talking about Tara saying that. She, yes, would, you're, you're yes, backing up that, her statement. Okay,
0: okay. I was saying that Tara would not uh, would not shy away from her opinion. Certainly she, not. Uh, even to
1: this day, if she if she, she, would she had an online flip presence, off the preps slash haters because she hated the haters and the people that flamed her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
2: she hated anyway. them like hair grids.
1: Mm-hmm. She loves bisexual men because they are, to quote her, pretty hot. So hot. So. Mm-hmm. H-A-W-T. So, uh, Michael, what, what you got? So, this is actually bet, a better sigurney segue than I could have actually uh, guessed, um, because kind of the subculture that, she, that Tara probably came from, um, if Tumblr existed back in that day, which I I can't be... I'm non-plus to check it out. I can't be bothered um, whenever Tumblr was founded. But we're going to be talking about a specific convention... Um, for Tumblr users, by Tumblr users, uh, called DashCon. Okay. Not hungry. Thanks. Yeah, neither am I. Uh, especially after reading this. Um, so, by the way, Tumblr was created in 2007. So it was actually not too long after my Immortal came out. Because if I recall correctly, it came out. Uh, it was published in some regard in 20 or 2006. 2006. Because that's how we say those years. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Grandpa. Yep. Mm-hmm. And 20-06! Around 20-06, uh, I got the tumblers, and I before, hurt my head real bad. But before we start, <laughs> Shane, can you give us a lowdown onto the, um, the actual, what we actually do here?
2: I most certainly can. Mm. So, uh... Here at the Disinformed Podcast, we are occasionally wont to tell you about an esoteric or obscure topic. And whilst we are doing so, we tend to lie about it because that is part of the fun. And so the person presenting the topic will whip in the occasional lie as we're explaining the topic's rich history. And it is then incumbent upon the co-hosts to call out those lies in situ and scream at them the word posse whenever possible. And at the end of the show, there's, or I should say, at the end of the segment, there is a quick denouement where we explain what the lies are. We all have a hearty laugh. And as with John's normal way of claiming, it's like whose line? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The points don't matter. Nobody wins, and the points don't matter. So, no hugging, no learning, (laughs) no loving, no laughing, all lying.
1: Yes. So, Michael, tell us about SmashCon. Uh if only it was that if only. Uh so DashCon was a fan convention catering primarily to users of the blogging service website known as Tumblr. Bullshit. Yeah. No, no. See, that was a poor example. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a happy. taste of your own medicine. <laughs> no, I know how it feels. Yes. That won't change how I go about it, but Bullshit. now I know. <laughs> um with a particular emphasis on fandoms. Uh, it was held over the weekend of July eleventh, twenty fourteen. So it's actually will be coming up next month, the sixth year anniversary of DashCon. Ooh, I thought you were going to um, say
2: Femdoms initially, and I got a little more excited, and then Orphan slapped me, and it was bad.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, sorry, it's not that exciting. Damn it. Um, the uh, it was held over the weekend of July eleventh, twenty fourteen, in Illinois. Uh, the inaugural. And ultimately, the only convention quickly became infinite, infamous for allegations of mismanagement and corruption among organizers. Mm-hmm. I also wrote these are their stories because I felt like I was going to be <laughs> some sort of piece of shit. Dun, that was gonna, dun, dun, exactly. Dun dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and the plot stiffens. <laughs> oh, it's already stiff. It's going to so, be hard for her to enter the beauty pageant without a face. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, that's the wrong uh, I really wrong don't series there. Know. <laughs> uh, so DashCon was originally announced in mid 2013 under the name TumblrCon USA as an event catered to users of Tumblr and was touted as the quote largest gathering of Tumblr users to date.
2: Well, they'll the tumble con- for you.
1: The convention was to focus on works that have developed significant followings among Tumblr users, such as Doctor Who, Sherlock, Supernatural, and the podcast Welcome to Nightvale.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what
1: it kinda reminds me is like what TwitchCon is now. Right?
0: There's like TwitchCon and like there's YouTube streamer like festivals, or not mm-hmm. festivals, but like conventions. So VidCon, they were to do their which own, is for YouTube
1: yeah. creators. Um, except for uh I don't I, I mention it later on, but I'll mention it here. This was not hosted by Tumblr. This so it's was by fans for fans. Exactly. Only Kinda fans. Like, yes. So I don't know why I deleted. It might be listed later. Nope. Originally, like it's like I said, it was TumbleCon USA, but they changed it because they'd realized that they could get copyrighted for using Tumblr's name so they called it Dashcon in reference to the dashboard or like the main page is like most... Oh, right, right. Yes, yes, dashboard. That's the same sort of thing like your your wall for Facebook that idea. Uh, let's see. Let's uh none of the main convention organizers appear to have a background in fan conventions or similar events, which is already a first warning. Um that the was Dash Melissa's Con...
2: first thing when she when I mentioned the topic. She was like, "Yeah, they probably had never run conventions before, I would imagine."
1: Mm-hmm. The Dashcon o- owners were a novelist, quote, with fifteen years of business experience, experience mm. and a twenty-year-old with a degree in hospitality management. Well, both of those
2: things and four dollars and fifty cents will get you a cup of coffee. <laughs>
1: The convention raised a lot of money through ticket pre-orders, along with a crowdfunding a campaign that raised more than four grand on IndieGoGo. Prior to the start of the convention, um, okay, I did mention this. um, The name of the event was changed to DashCon uh, to indicate that it was not officially associated with Tumblr. Okay, there were promised appearances by uh noelle stevenson who is a cartoonist she was the creator of the reboot she-ra and the princesses of power that's mm. something that is recently started in the last i think year or so um baker street babes who produce an all-female sherlock holmes podcast which is actually okay. kind of interesting that the is wel- interesting mm-hmm. the welcome to night Vale podcast steam power giraffe who are a uh, an American steampunk musical comedy project, and then a uh, webcomic artist uh, who runs a Tumblr called Twitter the Comment the Comic. Sorry. Okay. Um, he would make comics based on other people's tweets. Uh, That's cool. And, yeah, there was actually one that I kind of found. Um, when I originally looked up this. Um, this topic this was right around the same time that i think it was uh, tara reed with um joe uh joe biden uh the whole sexual allegations and everything and there was a particular interesting comic that i found from tweets uh that involved from 2013 when he was still vice president that was uh kind of saucy and i'll probably show it in uh uh, disinformed after dark to kind of tease it um, I'll show you guys because it'll be on recording, so then you can look at that at your leisure. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to the actual convention now. Almost immediately, the convention began to experience unexpected financial difficulties. On the first day of the convention, a Dashcon staff member claimed that the staff of the hotel purportedly informed them that they would need to pay twenty grand up front. For the use of the facilities, or shut the convention down.
2: Well, that's how
1: they get you. Yes,
2: uh, Dash but they Con, only raised four.
1: They raised um, some more, I believe. I don't recall the exact numbers uh, off the top of my head, but they did raise more as uh, through uh, ticket presales. Um. Dashcon organizers additionally had claimed to have verbally negotiated uh, to pay the venue gradually throughout the convention using ticket sales Mm. rather than issuing an upfront payment despite their contract suggesting otherwise. So essentially their contract was pay up front, but then they were able to verbally negotiate with the hotel that, hey, we'll just give you payment we'll pay as we go based off of ticket sales <laughs> that's and not how that
2: works <laughs> anytime yeah. someone says they've engaged in verbal negotiations is essentially strikes me as what you do when you get a quote-unquote sex worker back in the room and they begin to upsell you on other things <laughs> that they
1: can do you're losing money regardless i don't care how you're getting out of this mm-hmm Uh. At 9 p.m. that night, so the first night, as a result of this unexpected enforcement of the originally agreed-upon contract, the Dashcon organizers began to publicly solicit donations among a crowd of around 400 attendees, which was much lower than the original estimate of 3,000 to 7,000 attendees. Uh, So there was a video that I kind of based a lot of this off of. Uh, The video was by a YouTuber named Internet Historian. Um, He actually does a deep dive into this part where he tries to count the number of people in the room to try and ascertain how much money was actually donated uh, in cash because a lot of people also did donations through PayPal. Man. Um, And he puts the estimate about uh, 400 people. There are other estimates that put it about 1,000. So you already have a captive audience
2: of people who have paid and purchased tickets. You have presumably vendors who are coming in for presentations, people who are expecting to sell merchandise, and then on top of it, you're going, by the way, if you don't give us more money, they're shutting this thing down on us, and we're going to be strapped.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, they they emphasized either cash or online donations via PayPal uh, to cover the costs, with a goal of collecting at least seventeen grand by 10 p.m. to prevent the convention from being shut down. Jesus um, Christ yes so the like i said the youtube video that i kind of took a lot of this stuff from um also shows clips that people recorded from this specific event like this part in the whole convention um when they originally announced that to the crowd there was one person in the back that yelled out this is extortion (laughs) but hey hey guys (laughs) doesn't this feel like extortion to you right um but the overall crowd was very supportive of the whole endeavor they stabbed um, him
0: in the neck right
1: yes the the extortion guy was stabbed in the neck and his body was cast after it oh, oh, was so, looted for all valuables to sell this is a
0: 75 year old man right and they approached him
2: and pushed him over <laughs> and then the rest of the people quit in protest and then According the head to the of the festival, convention yeah. records he tripped <laughs> yeah
0: and then and then the head of it tweeted later that you know maybe he was a plant you know like he was he was an agent sent there to shut the convention oh no down.
2: i thought you meant that he was like you know uh, a hibiscus like or a literal a literal plant <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> 75 year old um, hibiscus gets pushed down at
0: convention
1: (laughs) so there was a lot of support aside from the one guy that yelled extortion um there was a lot (laughs) of solidarity in it no there was someone that actually yelled out that this is this is extortion and it
2: was yes um (laughs) it
1: was (laughs) <laughs> but there was a lot of solidarity people were handing up donations pretty much turning out whatever cash they had um there was also a lot of like uh support in the uh so attendees were seen performing the three finger salute from the hunger games uh chanting lines from high school musical singing queens we are the champions and also dancing the time warp from the rocky horror picture show there is a lie in that sense. i'm
2: gonna go with that as well definite lie Do we need to pick which one? Uh, I'm. uh, If I had to choose, I would say the third after the High School Musical one. So the Time Warp? No. Was Was there something in between the time? So there was
1: the the Three Finger Salute. Okay. The High School Musical Queens, We Are the Champions. That one. And. Nope. That was saying. Have at it, John. As As someone that has gone to conventions for the fraternity that was a part of. Okay, and then I'll
0: take I'll take a crap. Uh, Fine, ver- I was gonna give a little fraternity. Of-
1: He's on a delay, damn it, queen. Michael. Give him a second. Oh, yeah, true. He's like a th- huh? He's on a delay. You have to give yeah, him that's a second. Fair. I, gotta, I gotta wait. Okay, I think I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the time warp again, John. Uh, what what are you guessing, John?
0: Oh, I was I was gonna let you finish speaking, but I was gonna say uh my guess would be the
1: three finger uh Hunger Games loot. Nope. You're right, there is a line there, and I'll just say it so you guys don't keep us yeah, lying yeah, yeah. guessing. Cool. It was... The, nope. It was a time warp. Get the fuck out of here!
2: So, Rocky Horror, the thing that is most commonly referred... Alright, well, you did a good plant there. Well done.
1: I, I was very proud of it. Uh, but, uh, to talk about it, the the conventions that I've been to for my... Musical fraternity. Oh, fun. We would always, there would always be like some sort of dance or something like that. But since we were a dry fraternity, there was no alcohol consumed. Oh, you were a dry um, fraternity just because you were involved. Officially, <sighs> officially dry. um Uh huh. Always wet in the Certifiably um, dry. We would always have a point where someone would sing either Bohemian Rhapsody or Queens or, or We Are the Champions or We'll Rock You. And then everyone would start singing. So it's, it, it By your presence
2: here, you have proven that you are not the champions. I can guarantee that. Also, Uh. I should speak. This is the point where I have my organic segue of there are a, a, a small segment of our listenership who are Michael apologists. Have you seen this, John? Have you encountered this? I have not. On our Facebook, a good friend of mine and a faithful supporter listener of the show, Edward, who is a marvelous man who I love to death. He and told I me too. I need to be nicer to Michael because he's trying. <laughs>
1: oh, it's a, it's a you know it's what? like a Here, pity apology. I was going to say, he, I, I he's got He's doing this. his best, okay?
0: Michael, I, in case you don't understand what Edward's trying to tell you. <laughs> what edward is trying to tell you what he's trying to give you is a participation trophy you fucking snowflake i am buying the
2: first official when we talked about we want to do the bloodborne or the from soft the you died you tried. and converted to you tried i am making one for michael it is a guarantee so uh unbeknownst poor edward and i know he intended this like it was the best intentions and the road to hell has led us to michael's presentations uh, uh we're going to do our level best to keep it here, but uh, yeah, no, I can't, I can't support this, Edward. I'm going to continue say, to be feisty with Michael. If,
0: Thank you, if Edward. We're doing the, I appreciate um, your support. <laughs> if we're doing the sour patch approach. <laughs> Shane, Shane gave his bit and I'll say, Michael, the reason that I don't have topics isn't because I'm lazy. It's just because I won't try. Can't try, won't try.
1: I, I. I I appreciate that I guess I, uh, I don't I don't really know how to respond to well, that. You're
0: you're researching the hell out of those
2: topics, kiddo.
1: Oh, okay, I guess. Secondary sidebar:
2: uh, Melissa mentioned to me this morning. This is in keeping with my character. So just to save Michael, that you know, character assassination has turned into my bag apparently. Uh, (laughs) Melissa said, there's a friend of mine who I used to work with who she posted this morning that apparently there is some sort of a sickness you can get from overindulging in marijuana where it is functionally – it gives you flu-like symptoms where you become nauseous and you throw up readily and you have a lot of those things. And it's not something that's being huh. publicized because naturally they have been touting that marijuana is the you know effect-free drug for a very long time. So people don't want to point this out. And the person who posted this was not attempting to dissuade anyone from you know taking it but just saying in case you're having these symptoms, it might be something that you need to investigate. And Melissa – Being a loving and caring woman says to me, you know, maybe because Sam says she doesn't feel well a lot and she's having all these problems, she said, maybe you can point this out to her, Uh, you know, something. And I went, you know what? In order for me to do that, I would have to actually care about Sam's well-being, and I simply don't. I just can't be bothered. (laughs) And I quit. And, and <laughs> Melissa just kind of was just like, well, she's she's in your band. She's a good friend of yours. Is like, if she dies, I just lose one more loud mouth asshole I have to deal with over the course of my life, and I have enough of those to go around. It's like, I have to deal with myself, and I can't get rid of me. I have to stick with me for all time. Hey, don't you talk like a quitter like that. You could get rid of yourself if you really wanted to. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, if there's any seed of consciousness that will endure past the veil, it's going to stick with me. I'm still me. Michael,
0: can you edit out the fact that I told Shane that he could get rid of himself? Because then if he actually does it... Then he's then there's there there's a clip out there. I've been granted I, permission
1: you're, by you're John. You're just saying I can go commit myself. die. You're, you're not saying anything like ridiculous. You're just you're just uh, being uh, cute about it or something. I don't fucking know. We've been telling <laughs> Asher
2: he could kill himself for years. So I mean, if we can't encourage one another in but our intellectual to be pursuits, fair. He, uh, he accepts it and he 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 wants it. Yes.
0: If he didn't want to kill himself, he shouldn't have dressed that way. <laughs>
2: Michael,
1: anyway, your topic, please. <laughs> While organizers managed to raise the necessary funds. I'm <laughs> so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the incident raised suspicion among attendees over the possibility of the crowdfunding drive being a scam, which included disputes over the authenticity of an image of the bill printed on hotel stationery, which was released by a staff member. Uh, Or uh, being further proof of the alleged mismanagement and corruption. So essentially, this whole ordeal made people think, hmm, sounds fishy to me. And it was just the start of such fishiness. You're telling
2: me that people were conjuring up conspiracies in the midst of a con for internet users and podcast aficionados. Yeah. I can't believe this.
1: I'm incredulous. To to put further fire on it, it seems unlikely that a major venue like the Schaumbug, Schaumburg Convention Center, which is owned by Marriott, I just I left it in because I wanted to pronounce on today's pronounce
0: episode it. of Michael pronouncing things Schaumburg.
1: It's it's German, so I whatever. Oh, it's, it's German. It's a Marriott hotel. Oh, I see Schaumburg. It it's, it's not butter. It's owned by the. Oh, sorry, sorry the the Marriott. But it's unlikely that a major venue would allow a first-time convention to show up without having paid their fees in advance, then demand a twenty grand fee at 10 p.m. on a Friday night. Uh, At the very least, they would not suddenly change their agreement with the convention halfway through the event itself.
2: I would say that is a reasonable thing to assume because, I mean, by and large, if you're trying to hold out a convention center or anything of that size, they're going to want something in advance or they're not going to hold it. They will simply mm-hmm. tell you, no, we can book this with someone else. So thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Yeah.
1: So other issues. Um, so the guests that I mentioned above, the uh, creator of uh, the reboot of She-Ra, the all-female uh, Sherlock Holmes cast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, several of the above celebrity guests were also informed by the hotel that they would be responsible for paying for their own rooms, despite being previously told that the rooms would be paid for by the convention itself.
0: Oh my god, I'd be so fucking pissed.
1: <laughs> um, Stevenson, the the person, the creator of the reboot of Shira, Ra, would uh, ultimately join the um, Welcome to Nightvale cast. For the night in accommodations obtained by air B and uh, B, the appearance the appearance of the Welcome to Night Vale cast was ultimately canceled. Uh, organizers uh, were reimb- uh, sorry. The the uh, organizers reimbursed those who had purchased tickets for the panel with tickets to a raffle of various autographed collectibles. <laughs> um, so it was a raffle of autographs. Uh, autograph collectibles admission to a concert with the chicago uh based doctor who inspired rock band called time crash and an extra hour in the ball pit which i will get oh to in joy a Wait, we have that's, seen a picture that's of real. the ball pit yes. i showed that picture and like if i don't know if you're still doing like any sort of like teaser picture album stuff but you can definitely like put that picture up for people to see because it yes done and done so
2: the uh actual title that i have come up with this week's episode is con artistry so i think it's it's appropriate considering
1: um also mentioning that american steam-powered punk-based uh rock band the steam-powered giraffe uh they never appeared because they had never agreed to appear in the first place they could smell the fire
2: basically they were just thrown on there because they didn't argue enough to get their name removed from it
1: Mm-hmm. There, so. I hate to
2: interrupt. The only reason that no, this fine. is laughing to me is uh, I have listened to so many individuals talk about professional wrestling cons that do this exact same thing, where they just put everybody under the moon on a poster. And then none of those people are coming. They just threw them <laughs> on there for the sake of people going at it and being lured into the false advertising. It was like, oh my god, he's going to be there? And buying tickets, and then they're like, t- oh, sorry, we can't refund you the ticket money. So this is a common sort of scheme for people who are trying to
1: bilk oh. poor, uh, unwitting folks out of their money. I didn't know that. That's actually quite fascinating. Um, let's see. Uh, to, to also like put a little bit more fire in that... Um, the Dashcon official blog also had said that they were in partnership with a charity called Random Acts. Um, but the convention does not appear did not appear at the time to have been publicly acknowledged by the charity. So they're adding more stuff to seem more legitimate but they were just lying. Uh, which it's random. not even like
0: they had good intentions and then just stumbled and stumbled. It's they went in
2: with no intentions. And it just got worse and worse. They are either the most hapless individuals in the whole of human history and just were blithely unaware of the fact, or they are the most clever and conniving human beings alive. Uh, Question, which random acts are we talking about? Was Dark Temptation considered one of the scents
1: that was going to be thrown in? Yeah,
2: yeah. Come on, bitch. What? Huh? For the random Uh
1: acts. The charity random acts.
2: Yeah, which acts were they referring to? Was Dark Temptation one?
1: I, I assume Random Acts of Charity. I, 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 oh, it's I an axe, know, like what you cleave people's head in? Oh, or? oh, let me ask oh. you a question. Um, no, axe, oh, A-C-T-S. I, I almost said Z.
2: I tried. I'm
1: sorry. Nope, it was there. I wasn't yeah. biting. Nah, nah. I, I apparently just... Michael, you're incapable of biting. In you're like hen's teeth. <sighs> so, the ball pit. <laughs> to describe... To the um, <sighs> listeners. I almost said viewers. Frozen, Frozen John is in my <laughs>
2: favorite pose ever <laughs> right now. Oh. No,
1: damn it. I was going to snip it. I was going to snip it, but... Uh, too Can't hard. catch had me, motherfuckers. With his arm damn above it.
2: his head, like, you know, in a beautiful yoga pose. Do one of these. Yeah, you're the gingerbread bitch. <laughs>
1: Motherfucker. <laughs> um.
0: Hey, do you anyway, guys think I'll get pit. demonetized if I show nipple? God, I hope so. <laughs>
1: The ball pit was roughly the size of a kiddie pool in an otherwise empty concession hall. Yeah,
2: the ball pit was the size of John's
1: Areola. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. About good good. And tune in there. to After Dark to see how big it is. Indeed. so like a
2: goddamn dinner plate.
1: The notion of an extra hour in it quickly became a meme among attendees and other Tumblr users, uh, inspiring parodies. Um... One video game developer created Dashcon Simulator 2014, which was literally just a simulation of the ball pit. Michael, could um, you, uh,
2: is uh, the paying for a ticket to be in the ball pit, is that bullshit?
1: No. The, the ball oh pit God. is actually something
2: <laughs> they expected people would have to get ticketed to go into. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh,
1: Shane, I don't know it... about you,
0: but on a Friday night when I'm feeling all right the main thing that really unwinds me is a ball pit. And I will spend good money to touch every single one of those balls. Well, there are 50 ways to leave
1: your ball pit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So it, it, it was brought back Saturday. Um, but it was, it was starting to deflate. Um, and at some point in the afternoon, I believe, um, I don't have it written down, but I'm recalling from the video. Uh, somebody had allegedly pissed in it.
2: That's really the only way me. to to function as a, a, you know, form of peaceable protest is to piss in the ball pit.
0: Yes. Well, I think they're trying to assert their ownership because if you pee on it, then it's yours. At least that's what my dogs have taught me. And your wife.
1: That's actually a fair point because whoever probably peed in it, they probably were like, well, this is mine now because it did not come back Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So, as, there you as go. As someone who
2: participated in John's wedding ceremony, part of the nuptials was the ritual peeing on one another to uh, mark territory. Which is why we did it in a brewery, because
0: uh, the floors are easier to clean. It's mm-hmm. a sanitary environment. Uh-huh. And it all yeah. blended in, smell-wise.
1: Yeah. Very yeah, true. Especially very if, very if they're true. brewing with all the grains and all that. It was a pilsner, so- see? A convention guest explained that the ballpoint was to quote not a point of interest. It wasn't something a single soul talked about and it was just a quirky thing that existed. And that quote in order to support the idea that DashCon was a full 100% disaster, every single detail was used to paint the con and the people at it as horrible failures of humanity. To just give you a more like idea of the not depravity but just the utter just failure of this whole thing um so i had mentioned earlier that they were expecting upwards of 7000 so 3000 to 7000 people to uh to the con mm-hmm. um i double checked this only 500 tickets were made available each day to the convention um i did check the official dash con blog on tumblr and it did confirm that that you, oh, there were only 500 tickets that could be purchased each day, so where they were thinking that they were going to have another 1,500 to 5,500 people just magically appear out of nowhere and somehow pay for a ticket. Well, Michael, if you I count no the idea. extortion, that would easily double their ticket sales. <laughs> um, some more other like minor issues. An intent, an attendee uh, de- described in a post. Um, hotel mints being given away at a panel as competition prizes that's fake it is not
2: (laughs) a pillow mint for your discontent yeah
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. um there was a game room in another one of the um concession halls is this a dane cook
2: like game room where you turn off all the lights and try to discover who's in your mouth
1: Uh, I feel like that would be a lot more interesting than what they actually had. I mean, it's a metaphor Um, for the con itself.
0: (laughs) They just had every attendee's parents record a vlog of why they're disappointed in their children, and they just have a room where they air that.
1: (laughs) That would also be more interesting than what they had. They had a single TV and console, and that was their game room. I tried finding what type of console it was, but I could not find it. It
0: doesn't matter because the controller
1: was
2: broken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably they had one control. No, <laughs> the game room was basically
2: on demo mode for eighteen hours.
1: The twenty-year-old investor
2: uh, came inside of the joystick, so it just didn't work right. If you ever wanted to wonder what the Super Smash Brothers loading screen looks like, here it so is. So do they? Yeah. it. <laughs> <on> <laughs> We don't have an HDMI cable. Does anybody want to give us one? Could you spring to buy us an HDMI cable?
1: Hey, they can anyone bring it. one in when they uh? uh we'll, we'll give you a ninety ninety percent off your ticket. I literally our- see the uh the
0: when you're when well, no, it was like in junior high or whatever the fifteen inch TV on the cart strapped on, uh, and then the bottom has like some shoddy looking thing that might be a console, but it also might be
1: a bomb. <laughs> well, I'll, um, uh, again for another, um, cause I believe there is a picture of it on the, you, in the YouTube video, uh, for another part of the uh, Disinformed After Dark, I might try and find the picture of it so I can show you. Mm-hmm. If I can. If I can't, then I'll just explain it there. Well, I but mean, it was teasers. part
2: of their uh, their original written contract that they would need an adapter for the television in order to utilize the gaming console they wanted to, but then they had an additional verbal agreement where they thought that they could try to get someone to gift them one of those adapters if See, they took really their, tops their off. See, it's really
1: never their fault. Yeah, it's never their fault. No, certainly mm-hmm. not. So, um, aftermath. Oh. Afterbrush. In the aftermath, yeah, pretty much. In the aftermath of the convention, a staff member of the hotel stated that the facility did enjoy their presence, uh, while Dashcon staff promised to provide a more thorough explanation of what had re- occurred. Um, the Baker Street Babes, the all female um, Sherlock Holmes podcast, reported that the hotel payment issue was, according to organizers, a mistake um stevenson who i um the reboot shira person Mm -hmm. who i had forgotten to mention had to moderate her own panel because there was no one there to show up for no one showed up to her panel to help her so she had to moderate the whole thing herself um whose hotel payment had not been resolved she defended criticism of dashcon by other users um arguing that they were unfamiliar with what typically occurs at a convention in the first place. Oh, okay, so and this she person also, had
2: Stockholm Syndrome, basically. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. And also, she, quote,
1: said, Any press is good press. Fair enough, yes. <laughs> um, at that point, she was uh, a cartoonist. Um I don't know exactly what she was doing on her uh, aside from just being a, a cartoonist for I believe Tumblr and some other sources but it was only in the last couple of year uh, like year or so that she was uh spearheading this reboot of Shiro. Well, she was if I recall correctly. someone
2: who is a very adept at me. <laughs> I just I just, just sh- wake up. stroked out I'm sorry. Uh she's someone who is exceedingly adept at parody. Who was working at a parody of a pop culture con?
1: Yeah. It's brilliant. Near the end, and after the convention had finished, suspicion arose. Uh, suspicion. Uh, I wrote suspicion that wrong. Suspicion arose that the event uh, was a cash grab by the convention organizers. It was noted that when organizers were asked to pay the remaining 20 grand to continue the convention, it was claimed that only 3 grand had been accrued by then, which was why they're asking for 17 grand mm-hmm. instead of the 20 grand. Uh during the donation drive, third-party sources and testimonies claimed that around $750 was collected on site, with the remainder made in electronic transactions. A leaked payment statement, however, listed $11,750 had been paid in cash causing observers to accuse the convention organizers of pocketing a substantial amount of the donations, though organizers denied this claim. They made up for this terrible con in their sequel, DashCon twenty fifteen, which was a roaring success. They had learned their lesson and successfully advertised it's a with lie. plenty of time Yeah. <laughs> I was like there's
2: no way in hell anyone is letting them do this again
1: i'm gonna I'm gonna say the full lie just because i i you whipped it out about Why it not? And like, yeah, uh they had learned their lesson and successfully advertised with plenty of time to be able to afford the correctly sized venue that catered to the expected number of people. It was very successful, but the extra effort required to get such a success going was too much for the organizers, and so they did not renew for twenty sixteen um The real truth was they never did a sequel there was an attempt to do one. But it was scrapped after doing another Indiegogo campaign and selling uh, pre-orders. Um, also, as far as I was aware, they did not refund the money that was part of the donation and the ticket pre-orders when they canceled the event. Now, oh, man.
2: Here's the thing. How did they even make it through? Because from what you've said, they did not get the twenty grand that they would have needed to continue. So they somehow still continued
1: to utilize everything, right? They no, they did meet the they did meet it. You're uh, the Seventeen. They did get seventeen grand in the span of an hour. I I thought I had mentioned that, but yes, they did get the seventeen grand through electronic donations and cash. Did
2: they have pictures of someone running for political office engaged in you know autoerotic asphyxiation with a small goat? Well, that would be hot because it's the only way I can conceivably come up with that
1: happening in reality. I when you get people that are so passionate about their stuff, that's, and that was kind of the point that I was driving home was that like a lot of the, um, people were damn it. John, uh, John's picture froze again with him chugging a beer and I wanted to snip it, but it, it's, it, as soon as I move it, it catches up. But, um, essentially, and this is why I wanted to bring up what the, um, people were doing, the attendees during that whole little debacle were doing, there was a lot of show of solidarity, aside from the one person that yelled out, this is extortion. There were a lot of people that had donated cash, and then people had emptied out, or not emptied out bank accounts, but pretty much like the spending money that they had brought along with them, they had spent in ter- in donations and uh, online or cash donations to make sure it happened. So what you're saying get,
2: is there is a market out there of people who are more than willing to sustain really poor showmanship and so we are about to become the biggest podcast on the platform from this point forward oh yeah i i was
1: gonna say we should do a convention
0: (laughs) (sighs) yeah i mean conventions are really hot in 2020 especially the later yeah
1: (laughs) it can no i like this even better the socially minded convention where we do everything online and not actually plan anything out
0: from (laughs) someone who has been on a zoom call, like with Becky's family, like there was like 12 people on a zoom call at once. I would rather die. (laughs) Our, uh,
2: our work zoom calls when we have an all staff meeting with the, you know, this organization is in excess of probably like, uh, a hundred people, hundred and ten, maybe hundred and twenty at points, and yeah, you, I've I've never had so much bile rise up in my throat. At yeah, you know, after anything but a Taco Bell meal in the course of my existence,
0: it's so. nauseating to try and keep up with who wants to talk, and everyone's so worried about talking over the other that any organic conversation goes out the window. So I could see it working well, like if you have an organizational thing that you need to get out, like as a business but if you are just a group of people trying to passionately talk about something like it's hard enough for the 3 of us if you add like 4 more people it's just yeah. a fucking nightmare. I froze again, I know. It's fine.
2: Agreed. Yeah, yes, we're all enjoying it, John. It's fine. Yeah. It's, we're we're taking our mirth where we can find it these days. Mhm. You got to you got to. So that was it? Well, congratulations! I'm sure you sneaked
1: by a couple other lies in there that we did not catch. Uh, yes. So, I had already going to the beginning. Um, so I listed appearances because I mean, who loves? Uh, everyone loves throwing a lie in a list. Mm. Um, so the only so I listed the uh, Noelle Stevenson, mm-hmm. who was the cartoonist. She was true. She went there. Uh, Baker Street Babes. Also true, mm. uh, Welcome to Night Vale podcast. Also true, uh, promised appearance by the Steam Powered Giraffe. True, promised appearance, not necessarily actual appearance. The lie was um, the webcock... Webcock, wow.
2: <laughs> Freudian slip, Got I believe, on is what there. we would yeah. refer to that as.
1: Yes. So, the webcomic artist... Who runs a Tumblr called Twitter the Comic was not there. Okay. Oh, um, I looked up yes uh, to research this because I was quite proud of it. I looked up the most popular um, Tumblers in 2013, and I came across. Twitter the comic I don't want and... to
2: be self congratulatory here uh, with no real, but the the second that you started saying that you had read it and you'd found other things and you were sharing your joy with John, it felt to me like you had gotten over a lie, and so you were mirthful about that. As opposed to being really excited about the content that you found, and in my head, I'm going like he's lying, but I didn't say anything because it's like uh i I can't verify any of this, and so i I backed <laughs> off of it, but uh he didn't yell posse. I should have it's my yeah. own
1: fault it's okay, I mean, like that's something that I realized like listen like doing a batch listen to most of our episodes in the span of two weeks here um. A lot of our lies come, uh, I mean, probably, I I wouldn't really lump you in, Shane, but I'd say a lot of my lies come from lists. Um, th- And that's what I'm trying to not do uh, here on mm-hmm. out, but it's just so tempting when you have a list to just be like, let's just throw in one. Let's just do one. All right. They might catch it. They might not. You guys never Who catch knows? my lies. That's because you don't present topics. And also because, John, <laughs>
2: I wouldn't believe you if your tongue was notarized. It is yeah, according to Posse. whose source? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, did catch the time warp. Or, well, I I was going to say, yeah, warp. we smelt yeah, around right, it, right. but not inside. And then um, the Dashcon, uh, the, the Dashcon sequel, uh, Dashcon 2015. Um, that was it. Oh, okay. I only have three lies in here. Impressive. Because well. I only had... Um, so I may actually, I technically did lie when talking to you guys before, I had said that it was only three pages long, apparently it was, uh, four, because the last point that I, uh, they never did a sequel, uh, fell onto page four, so. Well, the
2: award for being the bloodhound of this particular episode goes to John Watkins, because I think you were right on top of it with those, my friend, so kudos.
0: Well, thank you. When it comes to Tumblr and nonsense, uh, I, I don't know, mm. Mm. <laughs> so, it's just so exhausting. I know what a Tumblr is.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've dated a couple porn of them. Website, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so funny enough, the reason that like I knew a lot um about the Tumblr community in itself is that when I first started dating probably the most toxic person that I ever did. You've um, told the story. No, no, I I oh. no, it's not no...
2: Clip Vader. You'd think it was. <laughs> but... Oh
1: no, I was talking about when you were partially in a porno. That person it's was this... or when you were in a porno technically no dick was
0: uh, the worst relationship i was ever in uh, didn't end with her punching me in the face for no reason but it happened in the course but when this woman and i were about to start dating like we were would interact with each other over tumblr like she got me invested in tumblr and like i have that like weirdly like uh, just thinking back on it now it's so so stupid and embarrassing and that's why i know that i've grown as a person that it embarrasses me to think about but her like i would go to her blog to try and be like oh man like this is what she's into and i would like you know you do the whole like well this is who i am in my blog i think she's looking at my blog do you- the tracking at
1: all i i i don't i haven't done it personally but i can understand the sentiment
0: yeah anyway it was fucking <laughs> stupid but that's how i first got involved with tumblr and then it just so happened that then the girl i dated a couple of years after that uh uh clit vader uh as a twer. Right, yeah, Uh darth clitoris gotcha. i think would probably be the more appropriate <laughs> name. the lord like of the, the, that dark, one. the dark lord of the, the clit yes <laughs> I almost said Slit, and that was even worse. (laughs) I think it's actually more appropriate. Dark Lord of the Slit, I like that. Darth Clitoris.
2: That makes me want to gag. I fucking hate that so Here we go, John. I have it. We have our tagline for the film. It is (laughs) Darth Clitoris. Rise.
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh. Well, speaking of bad fanfic, Ooh. <laughs> uh, we 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 have more.
2: Oh, I'm not going to do the Walt Junior voice. I'm Thank you. Sensitive. I appreciate that. I caught huh? myself. It's a, it's an I, old stick from I, I, Shane here, and we're gonna we're gonna leave that one well around. We'll keep that right, off cool, air because it's. Uh, Shane, well do you want to give the tag? Do you want to I'm prepared. I have All decided right. I'm gonna do this in a little more organized fashion because having heard Ooh. myself go blackout like Sam blackout drunk on last week's or I couldn't even remember my own name, I've decided it's better for me to kind of do a little pre screen pre game this a bit. So I have previously on my immortal. In chapter 16, we see My Chemical Hot Pants perform in Hogsmeade, and if I never seem the name Helena in a written form ever again, I will die a happy man. Uh, with Ennaby and Drogon doing the French and Dimash until it's discovered that a uh, Foghorn Mort and Da Dealers are masquerading as a band and intending to dispatch Draco as a reprisal for Ebony not putting Potter underground. Or potting in the soil, as it were. Uh, This is purportedly a flash-forward sequence, according to the ebony apologist, Michael. And we immediately, with no context, bounce to ebony and Draco, drolly debating about going to said concert following the reveal of Voldemort and company. Now, in spite of this non-sequential nonsense, we then find ebony subsequently going shopping with Mary J. Granger. uh, I'm sorry, B-Luddy, Mary. uh, And not... (laughs) In Hot Topic, after a throwaway dig at, you know, Willow, who is a heretofore unannounced character, uh, s- somehow being a- profoundly squirreled away in some throwaway dialogue, for those recursion fans out there, uh, <laughs> we meet Tom Ridd, who has given away free wearables due to someone's irresistible aesthetic, because we cannot overemphasize Ebony's goddess status anymore. She's too perfect. Oh, my Satan. Yeah, it needs to be more acutely, profoundly... Uh, how is she so perfect I don't know it's not possible you simply cannot get more entrancing or intoxicating then Miss Ebony, Darkness Dimitri, in her way. And uh, Hair Griddles shows up for no reason uh, whatsoever to just provide needless fodder of characters. He tells her as a teaser at the end of the chapter that she needs to come back to Hogwarts immediately. He is told to fuck off, just unceremoniously, and he, <laughs> he promptly, uh, you know, complies. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, they tell him to make like a voided bowel and run, and he just feels free to do so no further commentary no filling in on why they needed to come back it's just let me save you from sexy tom ridd and his non-hot topic clothes
1: that's the best kind of cliffhanger you can ever ask for in a book subsequently
2: willow fucking (laughs) arrives for no reason merely one chapter removed from having been expelled killed and necrotically molested and then joins be luddy and ebony as we flash forward to the concert Featured players for the concert are Draco, Diabolo, Navel, aka Dracula, points for originality there, B Luddy Mort, uh, Da Pot, Da Coke, Da Crack, and Vladimort and Da Def Dealers. Uh, we are then confronted before, as we know, by uh, Vlad and uh, Def Jams Incorporated, only to be saved by Skater Boy Dumbledore and his Boomstick Broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we are arriving for chapter 18 following that cliffhanger gentlemen uh did that cover it well enough for all of you? or there points i missed
1: yeah no that was that was beautiful oh my god excellently like well yeah i mean spoken eloquent yeah
0: delivered it's most like when anyone talks i i understand that words are coming out of your mouth but i am not comprehending nor understanding
2: well for those of us who watched you try to you know, have uh, be letty Mary speak Japanese or Japanese as she said it in the Melissa still stopped me when we were listening back to this and she's like was he speaking words or was he just having a stroke <laughs> I'm like well yeah yeah exactly yeah, exactly um did so
1: I, I, I... I I do want to note that um, I did leave an author's note for myself, like front not author's note, scriptwriter's note, um, right underneath when he's supposed to say "Hajimaste." Yes, um, have fun, John. I wrote "Have fun with that, yeah. John, you bitch." Um, because and, I did. and he didn't he he did he didn't crack. He yep said it as best as he could, like so, ten out of ten. Basically, would listen to him attempt to, to speak
0: to quote Shane. Um you're the one
2: fucking this dog. I'm just holding its head down. Yes. And to further quote me, pop a quarter in your ass because you played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready, boys?
1: <laughs> yeah, um I I I will talk about it right now. I think Think we can go to uh, twenty-one chapter twenty-one? There is a did great leave a note. cliffhanger mm-hmm. there, and it doesn't look like yes, too cause... much.
0: We should be within. I, I know we haven't given ourselves an official like episode length restriction, but it's felt our episode nice. length
1: restriction is when you have to piss. I uh, <laughs> I, I feel
0: I I feel a pressure, <laughs> a protuberance. Well, if you uh,
1: pulled
2: your finger <laughs> out of your ass, John, then you wouldn't be feeling that on your urethra. So before we dive in, as is you tradition have to piss? No,
1: um.
0: well, yes, but no. <laughs> um, two-thirds of us
2: do not have experience in voice acting. And if that is not readily apparent to you now, it will be in about five minutes. And without further ado, Shane, Calgon, take me away. A la Chapter. 18 I woke up the next day in my coffin I walked out of it and put on some black eyeliner black eyeshadow bloodbed lipstick and a black really low cut leather dress that was all ripped and in stripes so you could see my belly I was wearing a skull belly ring with black and red diamonds inside it the night before draco and i rent back to the skull get it skull Because I'm gothic and I like death. Dumbledore chased Vlodimort away. We flew there on our brooms. Mine was black and the broom stuff was blood red. There was lace all over it. Draco had a black MCR broom. It sang Helena as we flew away. Fuck me. (laughs) We went back to our rooms and we had you know what to a Linkin Park song. (laughs) <laughs> In the end, it didn't even matter. <laughs> I have become so numb. Uh, well, anyway, I went down to the great hall. There, all there, all the walls were painted black, and the tables were black too. But you could see that there was pink pant underneath the black pant under death. <laughs> Fuck me!
1: <laughs>
2: I'm just gonna. I, we've we've talked about the slippery slope of the poor writing here, and the the misspellings are almost just a fucking trapeze act in and of itself. So, and I, I'm told this is one of the most enjoyable parts of us doing this is watching us just fumble farce <laughs> over all of this nonsense. So, bless it, we're gonna keep it. All right, I'm gonna start over. Well, anyway, I went down to the great hall. There, all de walls were painted black, and de tables were black too. But you fud see that there was pink pant under death, the black pant. And there were <laughs> pastors of poser bands everywhere, like Ashley Simpson and the Backstreet Boys. WTF, I shouted, going to set next to B. Luddy Mary and Willow. Be luddy Mary was wearing a black leather mini with a good chalut t-shirt, black fishnets, and black pointy boots. Willow was wearing a long, gothic, black dress with blood-red writing that was all lacy and came up to your thighs and black boots and fishnets. Vampire, Dracula, and Draco came. We started to talk about who was sexier, Mikey or Gerard Way, or Billy Joe Armstrong. The boys joined in, because they were bi.
1: Those guys are so fucking hot.
2: Navel was saying as suddenly a gothic old man with a black beard and everything came. He was the same one who had chased away Vlodemort yesterday. He had than tan skin, but he was wearing white foundation, and he had dyed his hair black. By hair, we mean bunny rabbit hair. "'Dumbledore!' Dumbledore! <laughs> we all gasped.
1: "'WTF? I thought he was just wearing that to scare Volsumort!'
2: I shouted angrily. "'Hello, everyone,' Dumbledore said happily. Uh, "'As you can see, I gave the room a makeover. What do you think about it?' Everyone from the poser table in Gryffindor started to cheer. Well, we goths just looked at each other all disgusted and shook our heads. We couldn't believe what a poser he was. One. BTW, you can call me Albert. Dumbledore called as we left to our classes. That's not you. Dumbledore called as we left to our classes.
0: Nope, he wrote it stupidly. (laughs) I get to read it stupidly.
1: What? No! There's no space! Oh my goodness. Have you ever
0: wrote a script before?
2: (laughs) Well, this person obviously hasn't, so I mean, we're, we're dealing with the source material.
1: Can you at least... Give
2: me, like, kudos for at least saying it loudly because it was all caps. Stop screaming at me, John. There, there's your space. Ah, oh, fucking thank you. I feel so better. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Let's take it from one. <laughs> and action. Dumbledore called as we left to our classes. What a fucking poser. Draco shouted angrily as we we to transformation. <laughs> we were holding hands. Vampire looked really jealous. I could see him crying blood in a gothic way, get it, like Gerard. But I didn't say anything.
0: I bet he's having a midlife crisis,
2: Willow shouted. I was so fucking angry. And that, dear friends, is chapter 18. Whew. Good. We're we're really just uh we're we're getting to cruising altitude. Yes, indeed. So, we've now just redecorated the uh the hall of grates and uh grates oh. everywhere. Indeed. It's so grating. i mm-hmm. I'm uh. just excited for the name of the next chapter.
1: <laughs> we can jump straight into it. Yeah, uh, let's keep going cuz I have
0: to pee and I think we can just
2: just speed through this. No, I think we're going to draw this out deliberately. How to put a inch.
1: decatheter in. We're gonna <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, really let it uh, you know, let the Run aroma. Yeah, yeah, you're you're gonna be a
2: decathlete here in a second. <laughs> so, Shane, the chapter's title? Chapter 19. I'm not okay, I promise. Trust me, I'm not okay. Helena? Helena? <laughs> 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 all day we sat angrily thinking about dumbbell door we were so fucking pissed off well i had one thing to look forward to you the mcr concert it had been postponed so we all could go i'm gonna take a i'm gonna take a pause for the cause here (laughs) how many fucking times are we gonna have this concert this is now it's already happened twice technically what the fuck is going on? It was postponed, like you it just w- said. It was postponed after we've now had the band show up twice and molt into fucking, you know, the Def Jam comedy crew, but it wasn't. Gerard Your Way wasn't there either horse shit time. Nonsense. No, no. Blah.
1: Gerard wasn't there either times. It was Volsamort. That's fine. And the now- members that
0: oh, were there Oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah, because like they want the authentic
2: concert, like how they don't want. We... They don't want the Elvis impersonator. They want Elvis. Yeah. How can we guarantee the safety of Gerard and the Brothers Way now? <laughs> if we've now had Volsmorton and Company show up multiple times, or if we're believing how this bullshit apologist nonsense has happened the single time, like I, if I'm MCR, I'm not showing up. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. Well, this is a fantastical world where anything and everything happens, Shane. All right. Well. Yeah. Rhino horn. <laughs> God, all right, here we go. <sighs> it had been postponed, so we all could go. Anyway, I went to the common room sadly to cut classes. Draco was being all secretive. I asked what it was, and he got all mad at me and started crying, all hot and angsty. Sensitive by bi- guys are so hot. No one fucking understands me, one. He shouted angrily as his black hair went in his big blue eyes like Billy Joe in Boulevard of Broken Dreams. He was wearing black baggy paints, a black <laughs> MCR t shirt, and a black dye. Get it instead of tie, because I'm gothic. I was wearing a black leather low cut top with chains all over it. A black leather mini, black high-held boots, and a cross-belly thing. <laughs> My hair was owl-up in a mezzy, really high bun like Amy Lee in Gong Under. Email me if you want to see the pic.
1: Accuse me? What about me?
2: I growled. By but, but. Draco grunted.
1: You fucking bastard.
2: I moaned. No, it's not what it fucking looks like, he shouted, but it was too late. I knew what I heard. I ran to the bathroom angrily, cring. Draco banged on the door. I whipped and whipped as my bloody eyeliner streamed down my cheeks and made cool tears down my feces like Benji in the video for girls and boys. Raven, that is so our video. I took out a cigarette and started to smoke pot. Suddenly, Hargrid came. (laughs) He had api
1: You gave me a fucking shook!
2: I shouted angrily, dropping my pot.
1: WTF, do you think you're doing into girls' room?
2: Only it wasn't just Hargrid. Someone else was with him, too. For a second, I wanted it to be Tom Ridd, or maybe Draco, but it was Dumbledore. Hey, I need to ask you a question, Dumbledore said, pulling out his black wannabe gothic purse. What are you wearing to the concert?
1: You know who MCR are?
2: I gasped. No, I just saw there was a concert that a lot of gossip punks were going to, Dumbledore said. Anyway, Draco has a surprise for you. End chapter twenty.
1: <laughs> I love that Gandalf is going to do an MCR concert. <laughs> it's great.
2: <laughs> this this thing has started to break me down. <laughs> incrementally to the point that i don't think i'm going to be either coherent or functional by the end of this in short i'm not okay <laughs> I, I promise, promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheese and rice this is thank you michael thank you
1: if it entertains everyone then i consider it 110 success it is a labor of love um, it's
2: a labor <laughs> and how and i, I love just... it Waiting for the snip.
1: I want to. I want to make a quick point. Um, after this chapter, which has a warning for uh, slit wristing, uh, I stopped um, writing trigger warnings. I'm just gonna say this whole this whole show. Like when I do the supercut, I might just do a like a blurb at the beginning. Just say this you know, whole thing is a trigger.
0: I think trigger <laughs> warnings are, are fine, um, and, and I agree with their importance. But at a certain point. We've been doing this show now for 44 episodes and that's far over 44 hours of content and at this point I don't think if yeah. you're here that you really need the warning. You 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 kind of signed up for it. I know I froze and I'm going to keep talking through the freeze until I'm back. And you don't know what I said or I sped up like a chipmunk. It's anyone So
2: Stephen guess. Hawking is now a co-host of the Disinformed <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no, You slow down like um but anyway the, to quote it yeah no they they got your okay I, I would everything. say yes it. yeah, uh i mean in
2: general would you like to see something i discovered as i was reading through uh what some common content warnings are uh just on that topic since you know we we've got all the time in the world sure uh, Here I are some you. here's some common <laughs> content warnings for those of you if you don't already know and we'll Ding how many times we have covered something that at least marginally touches on this. Yeah, Michael's going to do some post. Pun intended. (laughs) Here we go. Sexual assault. Abuse. Child abuse. Pedophilia. (laughs) Incest. Self-harm. Suicide. Jeez. Eating disorders. Body hatred or fat phobia. Violence two thumbs right now, John. Pornographic content. <laughs> Kidnapping or abduction. Death oh or dying. Pregnancy, childbirth, miscarriages, abortion, blood, mental illness and ableism, racism and racial slurs. Okay, well, <laughs> sexism we don't <laughs> and misogyny. Okay, we kind of missed on that. Classism probably hateful language directed at religious groups <laughs> present <laughs> transphobia or transmisogyny. we defended that earlier we did we have one thing to our name homophobia and uh, heterosexism present. well i do hate you fucking normal straights <laughs> who doesn't <laughs>
1: I hate all people. This
2: has been noted. But yeah, so those are some common content warnings. So at this point, if we don't have a trigger for every single episode, we've done something wrong. Because we have somehow managed to touch on at least one of these almost every time at bat. Yeah. Wow. I've never been simultaneously ashamed and proud of myself. Yeah, we're garbage people. We've known this. Now it's just certified and we get a certificate that we get to hang in the office. Sorry, God. All right, are we
0: ready for... Can we read these two chapters so I can go piss? Nope, no. We're
2: uh, we're gonna keep this going here, John. I want to talk to you a bit about the uh, moral fucking implications. Satan, damn it.
1: <laughs> oh my Satan. All this right. What's the here problem we go. with all
2: you fucking radical Christians. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, oh just like birds, Jesus is a lie. Shane, you're giving me a shook. Come on. <laughs> you Shane, gave you- me
1: a fucking shook. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking what mate? I it's, love uh, that. That was Shane-y. probably. <laughs>
2: Shaney Shook in the Disarmers, apparently, I think. Is...
1: I just want to say that was my favorite line so far. You gave me a fucking Shook. That's like Indeed. 10 years ahead of its time. John,
2: are you at a desperate enough point that we're just going to need to, hit, to take a moment here? Because we can cut this out of the episode. It's perfectly fine if you are at a point where it's going to No, I'm going to hate fuck my way through this. Okay. All right. Well, uh, here okay. we go. Chapter 20. All day, I wondered what the surprise was. Meanwhile... I pot on a black ladder mini, a black corset with purple lace stuff all over it, and black gothic compact boots. MCR were going to two due to concert again, since Volksamort had taken over the last one. I slit my wrists while I moshed to MCR in my bedroom all night, feeling excited. Suddenly, someone knocked on the door while I was trying on some black clothes and moshing to fang you for de venom. I got all mad and turned it off, but sacredly I hopped inside dat it was Draco so we could do it again.
1: What de fucking hell are you doing? I shouted angrily. It was Lupin. Are you gonna come? Ooh-hoo. Me or what?
2: I yelled. I was allowed to say that because Dumbledore had told us all to be careful around him and Snap since he was a pedo.
0: No, actually, get it? Hell, can I
1: please borrow some condoms?
2: He growled angrily.
1: Yeah, so you can fook your er sick er old girlfriend, huh?
2: I shouted, sarcastic Fooker. He said, going away. Well, anyway, I put on some black eyeshadow, black eyeliner, and some black lipstick and white foundation. Then I went. Then I gasped. Snake and Lupin were in <laughs> da middle, uh, da empty hall, doing it. And Dobby was watching one.
1: Oh, oh my, my
2: god, god, you ludicrous, ludicrous idiot. idiot. They both shooted angrily when they saw me. Dobby ran away crying.
0: <laughs> Why does it have to happen to
2: an elf's eyes? Day ah. got up, though. Normally, I would have been turned on. I love crinkers, do it. But both of them were fucking preps. BTW, Snake is moved to Gryffindor now.
1: WTF? Is that why you wanted condoms?
2: I said, sadistically. See, I spelt that.
1: Well, Only no, you wouldn't give them to me.
2: Lupin shouted angrily.
1: Well, you should have told me.
2: I replied. You dimwit. Snake began to shoot angrily. And then I took out my black camera and took a pic of them. You could see that they were naked and Everything.
1: Uh, well, excuse, excuse me. me,
2: what, what was, was that all about? all about? They both shouted, angrily.
1: It was to blackmail you. I snarked. So now next time you see me doing it with my boyfriend, you can't fucking rate me out or I'll show this to Dumbledore. So fuck off, you bastards.
2: <laughs> I started to run. They chased me, but I threw my wound at them and they tripped over it. Well, anyway, I went outside, and there was Vampire, looking extremely fucking hot.
1: WTF, where'd Draco?
2: I asked him. Oh, he's a fucking bastard. He told me he wouldn't come, Vampire said, shaking his head. You wanna come with me to the concert? Then he showed me his flying car i gasped it was a black car he said his dog father serious blake had given it to him the license plate on the front said mcr666 on it the one on the back said enobi on it i gasped couldn't even spell my fucking name right
1: (laughs) (laughs) we flew to the concert
2: hall mcr was there playing vampire and i began to make out moshing to the music i gasped looking at the band i almost had an orgasm sim gerard was so fucking hot he began to sing (gasps) helena and his sexa beautiful voice began to fill the hall and then i heard some crying i turned and saw Draco crying in a corner.
1: Why? <laughs> you must have put vampire water! Why? Oh, get black. He's crying because he heard Helena in a. Dummy would help you!
0: He's just the worst! Dummy would help you, Master Draco! Here's my sock! Be Take it and wipe out your face with it. I come in it all the time
2: with home by I bottle. So butter.
0: long. To
2: die. Do you enjoy my elf cum? Yes. Take it on your face, Draco. I like that I've now turned Dobby into fucking, you know, the cousin of Yoda. If we don't
0: finish this chapter, I'm going to have to go pee right now because you made me laugh too. <laughs> the chapter's
2: done. It's She almost had an <laughs> orgasm.
0: No, I'm at chapter or the twenty one. We're doing one more. Are we
2: doing twenty one?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. This oh, is Oh you're where I'm shitting pl- me. I thought yes, we were going up the because that was just a cliffhanger. No, no. no, oh. no. Chapter twenty one has the cliffhanger.
2: John, just pee your pants. It's fine.
1: Okay, fine. I'm in it to win it. Let's do this. Okay. All
2: right. Oh uh, hey, if, if you guys
0: care, trigger warning suicide. <laughs> like we haven't talked about that before. In case you didn't know. All right. Chapter. Oh, also, Shane, you see that you have a, you have a character in this episode. I right? do indeed. Or this- uh, chapter okay
2: uh, cool. yeah, of course i would have filch because uh you know you, filching, uh, it's actually pronounced it's pronounced felch felching yeah. is my specialty uh-huh. uh all right chapter 21 later we all went to the skull draco was crying in the common room
1: draco are you okay
2: i asked in a gothic voice you know i'm not fucking bitch he shouted angrily He stated to run out of the place in a suicidal way. I stated to cry, because I was afraid he would commit suicide. It's okay, Anobby, said Vampire, comfortably. I'll make him
1: feel better. You mean you'll go fuck him, won't you?
2: I shouted angrily. Then I ran to get Draco. Vampire, come too. Draco, please come. Vampire began to cry. Tears of blood came down his pale face. I was so turned on, because I love sensitive by guys. If you are a homophone, <sighs> den Yeah, bitch. And then we heard some footsteps. Vampire got out his Blake invisibility coke. <laughs> we both got under it. We saw the janitor, Mr. Norris, there shouting angrily, with a flashlight in his hand. Who's there?" He shouted angrily. We saw filth come. We went under the invisibility cloak and started to meow loudly. Is anyone there? Hello? <laughs> yelled Mr. Norris. No, fuck you, you preppy little poser, son of a fucking bitch," Vampire said under his breast, in a disgusted way. Excuse me? Excuse me, who said that? Yelled Mr. Norris. <laughs> yelled Niner Norris. <laughs> yeah, n- n- <laughs> then he heard Filch meow. <gasps> filch, is there anyone under the cloak? <laughs> he asked. <laughs> filch nodded. And then Vampire Frenched me. He did it in Juice as Mr. Norris was Taking off da cloak, one. What da? He yelled, but it was too late. Vuz now, we were ruining away from him. And then we saw Draco crying and Boostin in two tears and slitting his wrists outside of the school.
1: Draco, are you okay?
2: I cried. I guess, though. So. Draco wept. We went back to our coffins, Frenching each other. Draco and I decided to watch Lake Placid, see isn't da depressin', on the gothic red bed together. As I was about to put in the video, my eyes rolled up, and suddenly, I had a vision of something that was happening, now. There was a knock on the door, and Fug, and da mystery of magic, walked into the school. One. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I really wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, Yeah. if we
1: were hanging Cliff, we should have asked him if he had any last wishes. So, I will say that uh, Filch and Norris were switched. Yes. If that wasn't
2: painfully obvious to those listening, uh, in case you are not familiar at all with Harry Potter, which is certainly a possibility, uh, uh, Mr. Filch is... (laughs) The uh, caretaker, and of course, Mrs. Norris, is his cat. We have now inverted that because this is Nonsensical gibberish. (laughs) Well, John, have you (sighs) survived?
0: I have survived. Have you hit
2: your second wind? You ready Mm. to read
1: the rest of them? All All in one. 16 more pages.
2: Yes. Okay, well, chapter 22. (laughs) Just like my daddy told me. We're not done until I say so. (laughs) <laughs> Swallow it down. Crown. Uh, uh, trigger warning. <laughs> I, John's molestation uh, humor. Who was that? Who the fuck was that? <laughs> huh? It's me. So me. Shane
0: hit his. Uh, I hit his my stand. shock mount for once. Oh, it's my own fault. Hey, I Michael, done, done it. You ready for this one? No one could hear that, and it's going to be edited out. But I hit the shock mount to spite you. You should probably hit yours too in solidarity. No.
2: All right then. All right, Well, well I'll go fuck myself. What else is new? <laughs> Thank you. How wonderful. Well, with that, all of us. The funny part is us...
1: I wasn't talking so I can just edit that out so it doesn't sound like I actually hit it. So,
2: mm. but you're talking now.
1: I can edit that all too. Uh, yeah, you so can you're just edit talking all of to this. the ether.
2: <laughs> well, the ether is actually not a gem. It is kind of a floaty apparitional wisp of whim. It's a cloud. Yeah, you hear that, Michael? That's what you fucking sound like. Well, it's all very easily explained. <laughs> for those of you who are familiar with biomechanoid animals. Yeah, can you tell them the quantum theory about that? By the way, quantum mechanics is something that was contrived by a small, uh, you know, His G-g-b. name was Quantum Aurelius. <laughs> And as a matter of certain fact, I think that I recall him sitting on a field of gillyflowers, whimsically saying to his mother, "I hope that someday gravity can actually be shown to be a wave." Do you remember and that? And on that note,
1: nope. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's well, a great
2: that's a great ending there. As a matter of fact, pep- Peppered Farmer, and I'm in the water. <laughs> the water can't forget. Alright, well, I think Posse. this is uh, going to be enough of this nonsense for us for one week. We we started with a bang, and we're glitching our way through the finish. And I hope that you have all enjoyed it just as much as we have, because this is about to get We Have for Rehab. Are you ready, Amen. gentlemen? Oh, I'm ready. Well, as a matter and of fact, me. you can find us on social network. <gasps> I'm just kidding. Oh! I'm just kidding. I got I, so excited there. I saw there. John waiting for. Wait, see, now you're drinking more, so it's your own damn fault. You're just pushing <laughs> my, the pain. I, I'm I'm parched. Oh, it's it's kind of slaking, slaking my face in my throat. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking it, oh, God damn it, Emily! Just, just all drink right. Piss, man. Uh well. For the disinformed podcast, I'm Shane. I'm peeing my pants right now. I'm John. And I'm Michael. Thank you for coming. Don't worry, John will clean it up when he's done fixing the puddle.